Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yoshodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Planter Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. And if you are listening, welcome. Um, the Planter Podcast speaks about faith, growth, and lifestyle. So encouraging millennials to grow in their own personal relationship with God with themselves, encouraging you in your personal growth journey to identify the good and bad habits and then grow those good habits that are serving you. And then helping your lifestyle practices, so enhancing your physical health, mental health, and then also entrepreneurship. So the planter focuses on helping you discover your purpose and walk through your purpose with a community. So if this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I am grateful that you are here listening and watching. So not only am I recording this podcast on audio, but I'm also recording it on Facebook Live so you can also watch it live. So today is going to be a solo episode. Um, This season I've incorporated a lot more solo episodes, so just kind of speaking to my audience one-on-one. And we are going to have an awesome time today because y'all are about to learn more about Um, the event that I did in September. So I hosted my first workshop um, and it was an event to remember. And I'm going to speak with you guys about that from beginning to end today. Um, Actually, the topic is what to do when you have an idea. So I'm going to kind of just take you through the process of that. But before I begin with reading or not, yeah, reading my journal and also kind of sharing with you guys, I'm going to say one of the reviews that I have or read one of the reviews that I got on Apple podcast. So if you are somebody who loves a podcast, you listen weekly, or you know, you listen to it and you love it and you share it with your friends, please, please, please leave a review because I would love to shout you out. So this person gave me five stars and this is no shame in my praise. And this is what they said. I love, love, love Damio Shodi's podcast. I was specifically blessed by her new podcast episode featuring India Williams, CEO and founder of Rooted Woman. I appreciated how India shared how she is able to truly prioritize self-care, which is beyond important. Thank you, Damio, for sharing beautiful, curated, creative content in such an authentic way. You are a world changer as well as a culture shifter. God bless you. Thank you for using your platform in such a profound way. Thank you so much. I know exactly who that is. That's Allison. She's the business. Um, I appreciate you for sharing that review and like, I don't know, just expressing your opinion about the podcast like that. So if you are somebody who, again, you like the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Um, Write a review and I will make it a point to start you know, sharing them on the podcast and giving you a shout out. So thank you so much for your review. So back to today's episode. So I have four points today um, with what to do when, when you have an idea. And how I'm going to do that is 
kind of walk you through my own process. Um, I'm actually going to read to you a piece of my journal to kind of give you where I was before the event happened and then also give you the aftermath of the event. So if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, in September, I think September 15th, I hosted a vision workshop. So basically the vision workshop consisted of us talking about the importance of vision and why you should have um, a vision. Then we spoke about, you know, the like how to develop a vision. I actually had like um, some diagrams, some things that people could use that would cause them to, you know, really map out what's in their head and put it on paper. And then we had different like creative activities that could help them get more imaginative about their vision. And then also creating a tool for them to execute the, the pieces that build up to the bigger vision. So identifying the goals associated with um, with with their vision, the task associated with each goal, and then creating some kind of workflow system to that they decorated on their own to help them advance their vision for that year or whatever timeline that they set out. So it was a really cool event. It was the first time that I had put on such a production. I had to like, you know, get a deposit for a place, rent a room, get food, um, you know, fill up the time, putting the pieces together for the event. So I have never done something like that before. That was something so new to me. Uh, The idea actually came in such a strange period of time or a strange time in my life. (laughs) I was like about to just chuck the deuces to the planter and be like, I'm not doing this no more. I'm tired. I feel like I'm not getting nothing from this until I ask God to expand my vision and expand, you know, um, on what he wants me to do. And then, yeah, the idea for the vision um, party or vision event came came about. But it was not easy. It was, whoo, child. <laughs> it was not easy at all. Um, you know, not only getting the resources for the event, um, but luckily I was blessed. And, you know, it's like money just kept coming. I don't know. I can't explain it. But I guess when you walk in, um, purpose, you know, the resources just, they be, they be coming up, but yeah, that was okay. But you know, the actual mental process of walking through that and getting to the finish line was really, um, difficult. It wasn't, it was not easy. Um, but I'm happy that I went through it with it, but I kind of want to show you again where I was before I started and then, you know, what actually happened. So I'm going to read you a little insert of my journal. And this was dated September 7th, 2018. Was it September? Oh, this was even a couple, this was like a couple days before the event. Okay. So a little backstory. I I made the event public in August, right? To the, to the public. Like I put the flyer out, put on Eventbrite. I was trying to promote it and all these different things, but nothing was really coming up. Like I think one person had bought it at this time. So what is this? The seventh. So this is like a week before a little bit over a week before the actual event. So only one person had purchased a ticket to come to this event. Okay. So this is where I was on that day. Mindset wise. All right, (laughs) Lord, I made a poopy. I set the date based on a sponsor. One, I don't even know if you want. Should I change it? Keep it the same? 
one person, well, two are coming, which is cool. The sponsor still has not replied to my emails and something else I said. I don't know. I do feel embarrassed and worn out. I don't even want to go to social media, just trying to keep my mind right. I'm trying to grow an understanding and see the goal of this, but it's hard. I stepped out on faith, but I feel my efforts are wasted. I was too ambitious. I feel like I never heard from you at all. I am not particularly encouraged to work on this. I just want to leave it alone or at least move it so I don't lose my deposit. But at that point, whatever. Maybe I was walking in disobedience. Maybe this is a painful test. I want to feel success that people know that when they work on an event that people will come or that if I make a podcast, people care. Yes, I do care about people coming. I could make the event at my home if I wanted only myself to come, (laughs) if that's the case. Where am I going wrong? Why doesn't anything I do bring success that I want? What are you doing through this event? And what is your vision? Maybe if I can understand, I will feel better. I feel like I've wasted my time and wasted resources and didn't really hear from you. Okay, so that's what I was feeling then. Like I said, I think, so I said here, two people had signed up, I think, at that point, right? I was expecting 15 people to show up. That was my goal, 15 people to show up. And nobody was coming. And I remember, I mean, I got pages on pages like every day, like crying to God, like what's going on with my event? God, I was trying to be obedient. I don't understand what's going on. I remember one day, like, you know, God had been telling me about, you know, kind of breaking the ties with the sponsor that I had at the time, but I didn't want to do it because I was like, what? The sponsor's been so nice to me. Like, why would you even tell me that? Like, you know, I don't understand. And then I think I was just so fed up one day and I was at church and I was like, I think this might've been, or this was like two days before I got these instructions. And I was like, oh my God, my God, I don't know what to do. And I felt like I was like, give up the sponsor. And I'm like, like, whatever. Like at this point, I've tried everything. My event is next week. Whatever. Fine. I'll email the sponsor. Right. So I did that. And then I was in prayer again um, the following week or a couple days after that. And I was like, okay, you know, I don't know what to do. Like, what are your instructions? Like, maybe I'm missing something. And then literally I I heard God say, and I wrote it down, um, you know, he gave me a price. And then he gave me um, the most important part, the make make a video on Instagram. So when I spoke to people that went to that event, I asked them, I said, okay, how did you find out about this event? And lo and behold, a lot of them said they found out through um, the video that I made on Instagram. So I remember getting clear instructions on making this video and literally after I got that, I felt it in my like my gut. You know when you feel things like in my like deep within, like you like you just gotta. I'm like stuttering. Like you have to like do something with it. Um, I remember I like put together like a, a short script and then I recorded the video and I posted it and I boosted it on Instagram. And yeah, like people were like, oh yeah, that's how I found out about it. So I was like, okay. So literally, I think. 
people started buying tickets to this event like a day before the event. I remember I posted like, oh, last call, like, you know, the tickets are shutting down the events tomorrow. Um, today's your last day to buy your ticket. At first I got an email. Um, oh, can I buy a ticket? And then I was like, okay. Um, and then when I looked when the person bought the ticket, they had actually bought two tickets. And I was like, Ooh. oh, wow. Like, okay, this person bought two tickets. Then I saw another email for another ticket somebody bought. And then I saw um, my friend bought a ticket. And then before I closed, like, I think it was like 11 o'clock at night or t- midnight, somebody else bought a ticket. So I think I had... And then I had some guests in town that week. So about nine people came to the event and I was ecstatic because, oh yeah, because somebody else, true. Okay. Yeah. Nine people came. Cause I was like, okay, I'm, I'm missing somebody, but no, somebody messaged me on meetup. Um, so nine people came to the event in total. Um, I didn't necessarily reach my goal at 15, but honestly, I didn't care. Like I was just so ecstatic that it wouldn't just be me and my friend sitting down here with all these like arts and craft pieces and all this other stuff that I had. So that was really like, when I tell you, there's something so amazing about stepping out and doing whatever it is that you're called to do. Like, even though it's scary and even though you may feel embarrassed, like if you listen to what I was saying in my journal, I felt really embarrassed, y'all. Like I didn't even want to go on social media no more to announce this event. Like I was feeling really down. But after the event, oh wow. Like I felt so good about it like I was like this is what I'm supposed to be doing like I want to feel this rush forever like this rush of um stepping out of my comfort zone and putting on such a beautiful event like it was beautiful if you want to check the pictures out you can Um, I have it on my Facebook page as well as my um, Instagram you can see like the pictures and it was just it was just something to remember And I remember just feeling so accomplished. And I kept thinking, like, imagine if I had quit. Imagine if I had said, I'm not doing this anymore because I feel embarrassed. Nobody's bought it. And I remember, thank God for, like, godly community. They kept encouraging me that even if only certain people come, you did this because you were being obedient. And even though that sounds cute in theory, like, oh, my God, I'm just being obedient to God. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. And you know, pushing through your fears, pushing through that anxiety. There were nights that I'd wake up and I would just feel so anxious, like nobody's coming, nobody cares. See, this is why I don't do nothing because nobody cares about my ideas. They don't care about what I got to offer, all this stuff. That's what I was feeling. But lo and behold, it, it, it worked out. It worked out for my good. And I made some really good connections from that event. And, you know, just some people that really support this platform and want to see it grow. And I was so blessed to be able to curate that event and that God would give me that idea because I thought it was so original. It wasn't a vision board party. Um, It was something where I wanted people to have the tools to accomplish what they wanted, active tools to accomplish, like what exactly they, they wanted to do. Um, the food was was nice. I mean, they had tea and I'm a tea lover, so different type of delicious teas and everybody was friendly. The conversation was good. It was just great. So that was the experience of the event. I don't know what else I could say about it. But I guess I'll just move into the four tips that I have. 
So four things to do, like if you have an idea. So the first thing that you need to do or the first point that I'd make or what I've learned from this event is you need to adapt the idea of pray as you push. So Stephen Furtick was the one who started this or who wrote this in his book, Sun Stand Still. Basically, it's the idea that even though like, okay, let's say you feel that God is calling you to do something, right? Or you just feel like, yo, I feel like I need to do this. I need to be a part of this mission. I need to start this business. I need to make this platform. You feel it. You feel that gut feeling, right? A lot of us get stuck at praying. I'm going to just pray about it. Like Christians love saying, I'm, I'm going to just pray about it. We love that. We eat that up. I'm going to just pray about it. And then praying about it turns into 10 years and you're still praying about it. Talking about, I don't know if God said I should, I should do it. I don't know if God said I should this, I should that. But the idea of prayers you push is you pray and then you push as in you move. You start moving. And I talk about this a lot and I'm pretty sure I'm going to always talk about this on this platform, but it's so important to move. Like once you have an idea and you feel like God is giving you confirmation, the only way that he can meet you is if you take action. So faith without works is dead. And we hear that a lot, but it's true. You can't say you have faith, but there's no action. You can't say that you want to open a business, but you haven't um, done any type of research. You haven't um, maybe reached out to somebody. You haven't put a website together. Like there's key components that are needed in order for you to move into the direction that you feel that you're called to. Sitting down and praying is just not an option. And God gave me the idea and I did sit on the idea for a month. I didn't do anything for a month, but what I told myself was if I could just reserve this space, if I could find a space and put deposit down, I know that I will do the event. So sometimes that, you know, like making that step is is is, is you pushing. So by me just reserving that spot I knew that if I could just do that if I could just do this one thing that I'm going to I'm 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 going to I'm going to do the event right so that was my thing like and anything that you do don't expect God to just kind of you know you do 1% and God is supposed to do 99% I mean I'm going to just be real and I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to say this next week too but me and my friend were talking about it and sometimes I feel like especially in, in Christendom we like to be mediocre because we feel that, oh, God will just do the rest. But the point is you do your best and God will do the rest. Not that you do your mediocre and God will do the rest. No, you do your best. So, and if that sounds harsh, I'm sorry, but it's true. Do what you can, but pray as you're going, but keep going, keep pushing, keep knocking down doors because you don't know the limit Um and there may not even be a limit. You don't know exactly where God is, is calling you to uh, or where that door is that he's going to open. So you just have to keep going as you're praying. So that's the first point that I have. Um, second point is don't sit too long on an idea. So like I said, I sat on the idea for like a month. Like I didn't really do much with the idea for a month. But like I said, once I reserved the spot, like things just started going. Like my mind was racing. Like I need to do this. I need to do that. Right. So if you have an idea, don't reason for too long. Don't be like, oh, you know, I have this idea, but maybe I have to do it this way. Maybe I have to do it that way. And there's so many things, well, not so many things, but there's things that um, God has given me ideas about uh, that I could have done, but I reasoned. 
I put logic, too much logic, because faith and logic don't work. So, of course, you need to be, you need to have sense, you need to have wisdom, you know, you need to have wisdom in, in when you're doing things. But I just sat on it for too long, and then it, you know the passion for it just went away. But and that was something that I personally did really all my life. Like God would give me ideas. And I just was like, eh, you know, I don't know. Um, Maybe, you know, when I have this, maybe when I have that, I'll do it. But I've realized that if you have an idea, just do something, like act on it. Don't don't reason for too long with why this idea may not work. Because that gives the enemy room to now play with your emotions and play with your logic, especially if you're an analytical person overthinking, 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 and, you know, about the details. But what about this? But I don't have that. And how can I do this when I possibly, I don't, I possibly can't do this. I possibly can't do that because I don't have this. I don't speak as eloquently as they do. I don't know as much as, as she does. I don't, you know, I don't have as much strength as he does. All of those things, lies. So, when you have that idea and you know that, okay, God is telling you to move, don't sit on that idea for too long because our excuses then become a sign of fear, but we um, try to paint it like it's something else. But in reality, it, it, it turns into fear. So yeah, that's my second point. And um, obedience, in, in that point, obedience can look like preparation. So just being obedient to whatever it is that you need to be doing in that time, even if that means you need to be kind of silent for a moment. Um, sitting is different. How do I say this since I brought that point up? Like obedience can look in different ways and there's different seasons for everything. I think it's just a matter of knowing the season that you're in because sometimes being obedient is laying low. Sometimes being obedient is not sharing your, your idea with certain people or really with everybody. If you have an idea that God has given you and you, you know, telling everybody and everything like that gives them more room to put more doubt and anxiety in you know in your mind and then eventually you knock yourself from actually going out there and doing what you've been called to do so obedience is the key if you feel you should be going out there and talking to certain people or you feel like you need to be just moving in a certain direction, just go with that. Or resting sometimes. Resting definitely can look like obedience. So, okay, third thing, um, when you have an idea, um, and I kind of wrote it out in like a sentence. So it's like, what I see is not all that is there. It's just the beginning. So I should become excited about the possibilities um, that may be on the way. So this is the big thing with the vision. So when it came to my event, I don't know why, you know, I, in the journal, I said, I don't know what the bigger vision of this event is, right? You could have an idea that if you just execute that one idea it could lead into something else. Everybody starts at having an idea. Everybody starts from ground zero. Nobody is perfect. Nobody just starts having big things. You know, you see a lot of people who had, like, 
uh, what's her name? Marie Drummer, I believe, off of Food Network. I had no idea that she was a blogger. Like, I was looking that up a couple weeks ago because I loved watching her on the holiday specials on Food Network. She's so nice. <laughs> she has She started off as a blogger and then progressed somehow to being on TV. And then being like a judge on all these shows and having her own um, kitchenware. Like she just started off doing one thing. And basically to sum up what I'm trying to say is you can't put a price on an idea. You can't quantitate an idea. The possibilities are endless. You have no idea where your idea is going to lead you to. So even though what... It may seem like in front of you that, okay, it seems like nothing can come from this. It seems like everybody else has done it, so there's no point of me doing it. You don't know by you stepping out and, and taking action on what on your idea what that could lead you to or um, what could come your way because of your action, because of your obedience, like, I found that so amazing that this lady started off as a blogger. And she's out here on TV with her little, like, not little, like her whole prairie out here cooking biscuits and, and, and muffins and things. And it's on TV. You have no idea. I mean, we can, we can list them. Like, Sarah Jakes Roberts with Woman Evolved started off as a blog. Um, Heather Lindsay started off as a blog. Courtney Sanders started off as a blog. I mean, you name it. Everybody starts somewhere. So, you know, even even the planter started off as a blog and has now expanded to events, a podcast and God knows what else. (laughs) You know, so your ideas, they mean something. They mean something. They matter. And I hope you understand that you matter. Your ideas matter. And. God wouldn't give you a passion to do something if it wasn't going to turn into something. It doesn't have to look like everybody else. It doesn't have to look like the person next to you, but your idea has value. So you should step out and take some type of action on that idea. You know, one also thing that I've heard is the richest place on earth is a graveyard because all the ideas that people have had died with them. And the thing about us, well, I would say for myself is I want to make sure that I've lived a very fulfilled life. I've done everything humanly possible to give everything that I have on this on this earth. Like I want to, you know, you know, like how the the, the story of the ta- the the talents, the servants and the talents. Like the the servant had five talents, other one had two, and the other one had one. And the first two they use their talents to gain more. Um, but the other ones didn't really do much with their own or the last one didn't because he didn't value his one talent, his one idea, his one view of purpose. You know, we we have to take inventory and understand that our ideas mean something and that you um, mean something. And God wants to use you, too, for whatever it is that you're doing. OK. I hope we I hope we understand that. I hope I hope we're clear on that. You can't put a price on an idea despite how hard it is to execute that idea cuz y'all heard from my journal. It is hard. I'm not saying that it's easy, but you have to go in with the mentality of just going and doing. Like just doing it to the best of your ability. This is how God moves. You do the you do your best and God does the rest. We don't, we, the Bible says that he, like, 
we can't even think ima- or imagine um, what he can do. And I know I'm, I'm not saying it in the correct way, but I'm just trying to piece it together. And somebody could quote me. I think it's in Romans. Like God can do more, exceedingly more than we could think, imagine, or ask for. Think. Um, that's a promise. Oh, for those who love him, that's a promise. That is not like some empty words because it's also the Bible says, who is God a man that he should lie? So you just don't know. I'm going to just say that. You just don't know what your idea could could lead to. Fourth thing, um, God honors your obedience because that's the type of God that God is. You know, one thing I learned is even if I go ahead of God, right? So in this event, like I was saying, I was like, did I go ahead of you? Was I disobedient? The fact that I moved thinking that, okay, I have a word from the Lord to do something like this. And I stepped out and I did it. And maybe I did go a little too fast. But you know what's crazy? I have a God who still honors me, who still honors my efforts and honors um, me stepping out on faith. Like God is not a wicked God that, oh, well, look what you did. You you tried to please me, but you just went too far. Well, I'm going to take everything from you. I'm going to leave you embarrassed. I'm going to leave you ashamed. I, you know, and that was the enemy really telling me like, you're going to be ashamed. Um, you, you're just so embarrassing. How could you do this? And just really accusing me like throughout that whole entire process of, of putting together that event. But like God honors our efforts, our obedience um, you know, I, I, I created a devotional. I just released it last week. And that was one of the points that I made um, on the fifth day. The obedience is key. The love language of God is obedience. The Bible says that you can't say that you love God, but you're disobedient. You're considered a liar. So when you step out, God tells you to do something, you step out and you just try to be, you just try your best to be obedient to him. Um, to what you think he's asking you to do, he's still going to honor that. Like even with my event, I made the date based on somebody else. I don't even think I prayed about like, oh, when should I even put this event on? I just kind of, oh, well, they're available that day. So I guess I can put it on that day. And maybe that wasn't the right thing for me to do. I don't know. But he still honored my efforts. He still um, blessed me in the end, even if even if I may have stepped ahead of him. And, you know, Heather Lindsay talks about this in one of her videos. She's like, even if I went too much ahead of God or I turned the wrong direction, won't God still find me? He's still a God that's still going to look for me or, you know, surround me, even if I go in the wrong direction. He's not going to, you know, he's not like a human being where you've made a mistake where you deserve to be punished. Nah, I mean, you face your consequences. But I realize that at the end of the day, even if I went in the wrong direction, God will still find me. So never get into the idea or the thinking that just because you, um, you know, maybe you stepped ahead or I don't want to be disobedient. So that's why I, I shouldn't do it. I only, you know, because we, I'm telling you, man, we got a lot of code languages in Christendom talking about, oh, I got to be obedient. Um, I got to wait till I get an answer. Sometimes you don't get a clear answer on stuff. Sometimes you just have to trust that the Holy Spirit is moving within you um, and that is giving you the insight on how to do something. And you just have to move with your idea that is so unique to you because you're unique and 
you know, you are made in God's image. So, man, if I, if, if you, if you had said to me that you would be doing this stuff, like, I don't even know, high school, chocolate stuff like three, four years ago, I don't, I would have laughed at you. I'd have been like, you crazy, man, get out my face. Because where I am now is completely different than where I thought I was going to be. I mean, I thought I was going to be in med school by now, like playing with cadavers and studying like 500 note cards. That's what I thought I was going to be. But God has, I mean, I'm in this totally different direction. But I'm seeing my skills being enhanced. I'm seeing more of my creativity being expressed and the need for my creativity and my values and you know, what more I have to offer. I've learned a lot of skills in the times where maybe, I don't know, takes somebody some length of time, maybe shorter time um, for them to get what I'm getting um, or learn what I'm learning. It's taking me some time, but I've learned so much and I can't take that experience back. So not in a bad way, but I mean, like I can't take that, like that it's that experience is priceless. So again, like if you have an idea, like what to do when you have an idea, the first thing again is um, pray as you push. So pray, ask for confirmation, but start moving. Second thing, don't sit for too long on your idea. Third, um, what you see in the beginning is not that's all there. Um, Be excited about the possibilities of what could happen because you can't put a price on an idea. And fourth, because you are obedient, God will honor your efforts. All right. So I would like to share with you my seed, um, the seed that I would like to plant. So I ask my guests on every podcast, um, what seed would you like to plant? Some type of idea or phrase or something that you think everybody should know. And mine would be, when you have an idea, explore. Take the time to explore. I've noticed that within the last... Um, couple of months, I've really been taking the time to explore the things that I like. So even with cooking, I've, you know, I I make a new recipe almost every week or explore different flavors weekly and vegetables. Um, When it comes to even events, like that was um, something that I didn't think I'd be interested in doing, but I've, you know, explored that. I've, I've done that. And it's something that I would continue to do in the future. And just really taking the time to explore your interests. So if you have an idea, like maybe photography, you know, maybe join a a meetup or join, you know, or be around other photographers. If you're interested in um, real estate um, and investing in property, read a book, be around other people who are into that. Um, Look up YouTube videos, like explore your options, explore your ideas. And this is really, I think, my word for 2008. 2019, about to say 2018, 2019, explore. Life is so beautiful. There's so many things and that you can, you can, you can experience in life. There's good and bad, but you know, we don't want to die full. We want to die empty. You want to know that at the end of your life, in my opinion, that you've done everything that you can. I like bucket list. Now I'm a bucket list person. So I put things, I'm put on my bucket list. <laughs> like you've done all the things that you wanted to experience and you've died empty. You've given life your all. You've given life everything that you can, right? You've experienced everything. So you've been to different countries. You've tasted different foods. 
Um, You've been to different places in your city. You've, whatever that means for you. You never know where your idea could lead to, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. That is the end of this particular topic. If you have any topic suggestions, you can DM me on IG or email me at hello at theplanter.com. So I'm going to write it there. Um, Email hello at theplanter.com. Okay. You can email me there if you have any things you want me to discuss on the podcast or any questions that you would like. I would like to start asking questions or answering questions on the podcast to see if, you know, I can be of assistance. Okay. Um, second thing is reviews. Please, if you um, are liking the podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. Um, the more reviews that the planter gets, the more people will see. And if this is a platform that you are invested in, um, I would really appreciate your review so the world can see the planter. It made me really happy. So yes, I think that is it. Oh, and the devotional. Even though I won IG Live um, last week, you can still get your dev- get the devotional. All you have to do is subscribe to the planter, and that will be actually below this podcast. Um, just put your email, your name, and you will receive the devotional in your inbox. All right. So I appreciate you for listening and tuning in. Um, next week is going to be a treat because it is my birthday next week. January 28th is my birthday. What up? I'm going to be 25. 25. Oh my gosh. So next week, I'm going to share with you all 25 lessons that I've learned in these 25 years. And it's going to be good. It's going to be a great episode. So thank you again for tuning in and I will speak to you all later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that the Planter is creating, well, go ahead and subscribe to the Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to the Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. To become a part of our community, uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter Community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you. And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode.